genre. It's Franchiseography, the podcast that digs deep into the entire filmographies of Hollywood's biggest film franchises. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez, Earth 42. And it's a between episode. We just wrapped up our Spider-Man miniseries. Um, it's done, Nick. We did it. Can you believe it? I know. Ten, ten Spider-Man movies we just watched. I know. I know. <laughs> I know I'm what I'm about to say. I know I already know the reason for what I'm about to say, but mm-hmm. uh this one really flew by. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> it really did. Uh, turned, I, yeah. it, it was only yeah, cuz yeah, I mean, you know, we we it's the thing that you're referencing, it's that fact that like a lot of it was um kind of uh, blasted through in a row and and the 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 amazing Spider-Man movies were um uh, episodes that were uh, Patreon episodes mostly, so we didn't rewatch those ones. So yeah, there's really like eight movies. Turns um, out, not doing any research really speeds the whole process up. <laughs> yeah, shocker, no pun intended. But I mean, you know, we still recorded. I mean, we recorded new material for every episode, even even the Amazing's. That's true. That's true. And more in the Amazing's than I thought we would going in. But sure. Um, Re-listening to those episodes, I was like, ah, there's stuff we can talk about still. Um, yeah. We're going to be talking about those movies until we're dead. It's true. But yeah, I think it was uh, it was a good it was a good miniseries overall. I mean, I think there's there's been a lot of really uh, great episodes in there. And everything after um, Amazing 2 was all brand new. I mean, they were just like regular episodes of franchiseography. So I think I think it was good. I'm gonna I'm gonna go further, Scott. Um, maybe this is just because it's like you know the new baby or whatever. But like, I think this was our best miniseries. Really, our best? Wow. I I just <laughs> think like we just love these movies so much and mm-hmm. have such passion for them. I just mm-hmm. think. Well, I mean, I think I think our I think I remember the morning after our No Way Home episode. I was like, I think that's my favorite episode we've ever done. Yeah, it was a good one. It was a really good episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, us just kind of waxing poetic about the Toby movies and finding stuff about the Andrew movies and the Tom movies. And really, because also, you know, like, we've, we've, I, I, I'm guilty of talking about the MCU a lot when we're not covering those movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it was cool just to finally get to, like, focus in on them and, like yeah i've really been we've been living in this world since 08 and we have a lot of thoughts about about just that's that cinematic universe you know 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I uh, uh, I was surprised by how much I still had to say about the the Maguire Raimi Spider Man movies. Sure. Um, after <laughs> as much as I've talked about them already, right. I was just surprised that like no, I've I've still got more tank. I've got more gas in the tank. You know. Yeah, I I think like all great films they kind of they grow because you're growing and Mm -hmm. when you return to any art that speaks to you whether it's high art or pop art it you're you know you've grown a lot in even like the the few years since you recorded spider-man minute you're uh both as like a cinema lover and like as a just like a dude as a person and so yeah it's yeah it's kind of it's comforting. It'd be kind of sad if if I think if you were to come back to if we were to go back to Back to the Future, right, someday, and yeah. be kind of bored by them. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, that would be incredibly sad. Yeah. I'd just be like, what happened to my brain? Oh no, it happened. Everything looks like shit. <laughs> oh man, that would be insane. Um, yeah. Uh, also, I forgot to bring this up in the No Way Home episode with Zach mm-hmm. here. Um, but I clocked it and I realized that if we had continued Spider-Man minute this year, we would be covering far from home. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah I guess that's that, true. Cause you both amazing yeah. and then homecoming and now this and into the Spider-Verse and into the Spider-Verse. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. Cause you look at the Batman minute and star Wars minute. Those are kind of the two ones that are still, still trucking yeah. that I can think of like the heavy hitters. Right. 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 I guess Star Trek Minute is still kicking. For sure. Um, yeah. But uh yeah, those are the two those are the two uh more heavy hitters that are that are still kicking for sure. Um yeah. How do you feel know. about that? Do you kind of can you I mean like I know you ended though you and you both ended that show for a reason. I Yeah. I, I think there's a reason you're not doing minute podcasts anymore, but how did how did that make you feel? Like that that revelation. Um, re- relief that I wasn't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Watching um, Far From Home that, minute by minute. Yeah. Well, not just that, but just the, like the idea that I'd only, I, we would only be that far, mm, you know, yeah, like yeah. we wouldn't be caught up, um, yet, uh, like, you know, next year, 2024, we would be doing No Way Home. 2025 would be across the Spider-Verse. 2026 would be beyond the Spider-Verse. And presumably 2027 would be like whatever the next MCU Spider-Man movie is. Yeah. We'll see though, man. Uh, have you seen that, 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 that story going around that Haley Steinfeld has yet to record any of her lines for beyond? Really? Yeah. It came up. Wow. In like, so there's some people just online. They're like, yeah, it's getting pushed back. Yeah. I mean, it probably will. Um, I mean, for, for no other reason than the writer strike, you know, Sure. Um, Very true. Yeah. Like they can't work on it right now because like any work on it is writing and they can't write anything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Pretty crazy how two of the biggest movies of 2023 are going to be animated. Yeah, that's true. I do. You think that there is a live action movie that could like Beat, beat Mario? Not maybe not beat, but like get into the into the conversation of like top three genuinely I, I was literally thinking about this yesterday because yeah time of recording across the spider-verse huge breakout hit of the summer like mm-hmm. uh big like it you know it's it's the a dark night level 
level up from its predecessor. Yeah, it's like I think it's a, a three point five times multiplier. Yeah, um, which is insane. Uh, <laughs> that's that's insane. Um, and yeah, the last time that something like that happened from an original to a sequel was Batman Begins to the Dark Knight, mm-hmm. um, and that had all of the Heath Ledger baggage of yeah. you know a guy who passed away, and that obviously heightened that- a lot of things. Um, yeah, that brought people to the theater. Curiosity slash wanting to honor the work and right, and then the performance itself was legendary, and so you were non comic book fans were like, oh, we got to go check this out. You know, this dude right, apparently right. you know is the best villain ever. Um, right. So I was like, gonna say, I was gonna say it's the it was the it was the um, the Furious Seven bump, um, but this proceeded. Yeah, <laughs> proceeded. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so this movie, it's all word of mouth curiosity of like. Oh, apparently this is just like a great work of art that we need to go see on the big screen and revel in. Um, So like genuinely, like I don't, I can't see anything really topping Mario or Spider-Man. Maybe Indiana Jones. If it's not tracking well. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Um, Yeah. uh, I mean, not that, you know, those movies don't need any more money, but like. Cause like, I mean, they do when the movie costs three hundred million dollars. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Because uh, like, I, I did uh, I did the film cast summer movie wager for fun. Uh-huh. I was just like, oh, this will be fun. This is actually kind of a, a stacked year. Let me see. And so I think I really over overestimated Little Mermaid and Indiana Jones. Oh, um, because I was like, oh well, you know, Little Mermaid, I mean, Light Lion King, and Aladdin both hit a billion. This is why, you know, why wouldn't this? And, you know, um, and then going later into the summer, we'll see how the Flash does. Uh, don't want to bring up a sore spot. <laughs> Scott, Scott, Scott's seen it. I haven't. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Indiana Jones was like the last really big movie of the summer. I don't really remember. I don't I can't think of. I oh, I guess Opp- Oppenheimer, Barbie. Yeah. And, and Mission Impossible. Right. Um, those aren't going to have a billion. I, I, I I would I wouldn't count out. I think Bar- Barbie's the underdog. I think Barbie's mm-hmm. the dark horse. If yeah. there's another li- if there's a live action movie that is yet to be released that could reach the le- the the wacky crazy levels of of Mario and and across the Spider Verse, I think it's I think it's Barbie. It could be well, Barbie. Possibly. Similar because it's it's an all ages movie. Like, right. I, Barbie. I think from just guessing, it's PG thirteen. Because mm. of like the innuendo and the humor and stuff, but like, I thought no, that'd be great. I don't know how MPA. I don't know how the MPA grades that sort of thing. Like, um, like beat you off. Like, is beat you right. off enough to get PG thirteen? I don't know because I I I feel like I don't know. I don't want to say. I don't want to give the MPAA any credit. Sure, be sure, like, sure. Be like, yeah, they'll, they'll be like, yeah, that'll go over kids' heads. Um, because it will. Uh, but. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I feel, but I also at the same time feel, feel like Mattel would feel weird about a PG 13 Barbie movie. That's so, true. That's a good point. Yeah. Cause wasn't little women PG. I think you're right. I think it was. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, it's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like that could be in all generations, like across the board like top gun maverick level like oh my god we have to go see barbie all my all yeah. my friends at work are talking about barbie 
I love I love that you compared Barbie to Top Gun Maverick. Absolutely. <laughs> um, um, and I I could yeah. be wrong, but I don't think there's a I don't think there's like an Avatar coming out mm-hmm. in the winter. No, I don't think so. There was supposed to be a Star Wars movie this year because Avatar is next year. Mm-hmm. Um, Avatar three is next next December. Yeah. Uh, the, got Aquaman, a, right? Aquaman, which you know I haven't heard good things about. Um, Woof. and, uh, uh, yeah, but then again, I, if I remember correctly, I don't think we heard great things about the first one either. Yep. Um, so, and that ended up being one of the most magical nights of our lives. <laughs> oh boy. Was it? Um, but, uh, yeah, but also Aquaman did not do well domestically. It was a, it was an international hit. Oh, that's what carried into the billion club. Yeah. It was a huge, huge movie overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, but here in the States, it was one of the, if I remember correctly, it was one of the lowest rated, yeah. um, or not rated, lowest sure, box office grossing. return domestically. Yeah, lowest grossing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I could see movies. I could see Spider-Verse playing into like August, honestly. Yeah, yeah, you're, um, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, but uh, yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting year, but... Um, I don't know. Going back to the Spider-Man of it all, I guess. It's just uh it's been a fun um it's been a fun time getting back into into uh you know into the Spider-Verse. Spi- into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, to kind of go to kind of bring box office back into it a little bit in relation to Spider-Man like I I th- I think he's the people's champ. Like Audience box audiences love Spider Man. I think yeah, they just see that little dude on a poster, and they're like, he's fun. He get you get action, you get romance, you get comedy, you get an underdog worth rooting for. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's a reason that every iteration, like going like you know, uh, we were talking about the trepidation that Sony felt about Into the Spider Verse. Like, oh, were our audiences is their appetite sated with? Tom Holland, do they do they really have an appetite for another version of this character? And the answer is an unequivocal yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not just because it's Spider-Man, but because those are like the coolest movies ever. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. Um yeah, I mean, people even have an appetite for like, you know, some of the side characters. I'll be really <laughs> curious to see how Craven goes. Yeah. Uh, uh this year. Um I yeah, that's going to be really interesting to see if anyone has any interest in that. I don't think they will. I think it's going to go exactly the way Morbius did. Speaking of which, franchise potential on the uh, on the old Patreon. Yeah. Um, Check that out, and please. Nick and I talking about Morbin time. Uh, to quote Martin um, from Morbius, listener, make this worth something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um so uh, uh that's going on over there. I don't know about Craven. Um I I have a feeling that um based on everything that I've seen with the Madam Web thing. I think one one of the best decisions that they could make is change the title. You know, keep the plot, keep everything. Just don't call it Madam Web. Call it something else. Call it, you know, the Spider Women. The Spider Women, or or you know, uh, I don't know what call it something else. Um, <laughs> uh, and I think that that movie 
because it actually seems to be tied into actual Spider-Man stuff. Um, that one could be a little bit of a breakout. Like, I don't think it'll be huge, but if it's good, I feel like people might show up to that and word of mouth might be good enough that people will show up to it, you know? Yeah. And the cast, like that could be yes. enough of an X factor of like, wow, all these like, you know, young stars, like, you know, Dakota Johnson, Sydney Sweeney. Totally. God, I don't even remember half. Like Emma Roberts, I think is in that thing. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Cause yeah. I think that's what carried Venom over the edge is there was enough of like a curiosity factor of, Oh, Tom Hardy's playing Venom? That's weird. Right. Let's check that out. Yeah. Next year, we've got Madam Web and Venom 3. Wow. What's it called again? Is it called Maximum Carnage? Uh, no, they they haven't set a title yet. It's just Venom 3 right now. Directed by yeah. Kelly Marcel. Yeah. When did we get the title for Venom 2? It was... Was it... Was it pre... Uh, it it like, was... Pre-trailer? Was it pre... Yeah, was it was it like a but was it like a title reveal trailer that was like pre um production start like they were about oh. to like how they did with with the, with the Spider-Man movies with Far From Home and No Way yeah, Home they where they had that. like the little the little skit with Zendaya and Jacob Batalon and Tom Holland. Yeah. But I think they did that with Venom 2, but I I I feel like I remember it being like a title reveal thing. Like that be it fun. Was, it was like yeah. Um I wonder if they're going to do that or if they care because like Carnage isn't in the title now. So it's not as exciting. Hey, guys, um, it's me, Woody Harrelson. The movie's called Let There Be Carnage, I guess. Check it out. <laughs> um, what, Don't uh, get vaccinated. Yeah, because uh, uh, what's her name is in it um, from Ted Lasso. Um, That's right. Juno Temple. Juno Temple. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mrs. Did. Roy Kent. I haven't seen the finale. I don't know if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> well i can say if it, if, <laughs> if it doesn't that was very disrespectful <laughs> apologies <laughs> uh, apologies to juno temple and her fictional character um, keely jones keely jones yes nice. um yeah so anyway it's an interesting yeah. time to be a spider-man fan yeah. Um, and it being such a such a good year for Spider Manning with Across the Spider Verse and, and Spider Man Two uh, coming out in October on PlayStation Five, um, finally a release date October twentieth. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm I, you know it's a good year, and it was like oh yeah let's 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 do this let's do this miniseries like right right between the two. We're right smack dab. We're like we're, we're we're starting shortly after Across the Spider Verse has been released, and and we're ending right before Spider Man Two comes out. So, perfect. Um, uh, Ash on the Discord will be very happy. Uh, That's what counts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we have ever shouted out a Discord member um, on a main feed show, but there you go. Um, join the <laughs> Discord. Uh, maybe you'll Please. get a shout out, everybody. Um, keep it keep it bopping, keep it hopping over there. So nothing left to do but rank these some bitches, huh? Yep, yep. How hard was this for you? Uh not that hard. Cool. Actually, extremely easy. Um, yeah, it was, it was very, very easy. <laughs> I'm everything. Everything. My ranking pretty much falls exactly where you would think they do. Okay. So, cool. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm excited to see how similar ours are. We get. We keep getting closer and closer. I think our. Our Star Trek ones were really close. Um, our Apatow rankings were neck and neck. I think the only 
difference were our number ones on Apatow. Yeah, I think you're right. Like our our one and two swapped for sure. For yeah, and like I love King of Staten Island so much. That was like literally like a hair, <laughs> uh, like a single yeah. hair, right? A single hair. <laughs> uh, do you want to start or should I start? Um, you should start. Okay, so bottom of the barrel. Uh, what? How many? How many of these of these fucking things are there? Nine, ten, ten, ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number ten Spider-Man movie at the bottom is unfortunately the Amazing Spider-Man. Oh wow! Okay, I see, I see, I see, I see how it goes. Okay, uh, okay. So everything I like about this movie, I like better in the sequel, basically. Um. Uh, I think I think Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield's chemistry is a little more light and fun and effortless. But I think there's like some fun, solid like I don't hate the amazing Spider-Man in spite of everything. Um, it has a lot of problems like we talked about. It's it's too long. I think it's the it, no, I think Spider-Man three is the longest one um, or now across the Spider-Verse. But yeah, it's too long. It's dark. It's just the a lot of unfortunate, like the worst habits of blockbuster filmmaking of the tens. It's one of the only Spider-Man movies that doesn't feel like it has like a heart to it. Um, despite the best efforts of Garfield and stone and Sally field. Um, it's just this awkward, uh, like the awkward, like in between of like, well, we can't be as different as like Tom Holland movies are going to be, but we also can't be as effortlessly iconic and right. big as the Raimi movies were because those happened like five years ago. Right. Right. Um, least favorite Spider-Man suit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? You've convinced me. I, I will whoa, also wow. agree with you. Yeah, I will agree with you. I'm going to put, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to put it at, I'm going to put it at 10. Um, Crazy. The, 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 the mention of the suit really pushed it over the edge for me. Cause I was yeah. like, you know what? He's right. Fuck that suit. I hate that thing. <laughs> it's so ugly. Um, yeah, no, it is the worst one. You're right. Cause it's boring. It's bland. It's boring. Um, yeah. the lizard's plan doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, it's, it's because they cut it all out. So now he's just a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. Granted, it, it, it gives us some great material in no way home. Sure. Um, you know, retconning it, but uh, that doesn't make it any easier to swallow in the in the episode itself. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. it's the one I'm least likely to ever watch again. That's very true. Yeah. So what's your uh, number nine? Uh, my number nine is The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Samesies. Samesies. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, look, I've said it a thousand times before. I have a soft spot for this movie. I just find a lot of it to be so much fun. I think Andrew Garfield is having an absolute ball mm-hmm. uh, for the you know first hour or so of this movie. Um, I think just the fun like screwball team romantic comedy stuff between Gwen and Peter are really fun. Uh, my favorite Spider-Man suit, TBH. Mm-hmm. Um, not crazy about. Uh, you know, the kind of Joel Schumachery take on Electro. Um, but uh, yeah, and I have a big soft spot for that crazy dubstep Danny Elfman score. Yeah. Um, there's that weird, uh, there's that weird Nazi scientist. That sure. Just comes doc- out of nowhere. Doctor, <laughs> yeah. Dr. Kafka or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. 
But yeah, and I like the Destiny Spider-Man, like the super gene, super blood dad stuff is like, you know, the antithesis of what makes Spider-Man great. Yeah, I also think, um, and this is something that I'm going to bring up in, in Morbius, but there's this weird thing in the Sony Spider-Man movies since the start of Amazing Spider-Man, and, and I think it, it goes even harder in Amazing Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. um, and in Venom and Morbius, and presumably it's going to be all over uh, Craven and Madam Web as well. Sure. Um, but the idea that, like, there's always a super science place and it always looks like an Apple store. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and Oscorp. instead of like, you know, <laughs> dipping into like other flavors of things, it always just looks like an Apple store. Uh, always. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think there's just like an unfortunate lack of imagination or personality in these two amazing movies. They really do feel like, filmmaking by you know it's like sony's amazing spider-man movies not mark webb's amazing spider-man movies right um Um, this is where we get felicia hardy um (laughs) that you know waste of a of a casting you know felicity jones so great uh and you know not a fan of uh the magical backpack like backpack full of origins of like you put on this backpack and you're Doctor Octopus. You put on this backpack and you're the you're the Shocker or whatever. Who who was who who were all the suits that were in that that corridor? I know there was for sure the tentacles, the octopus tentacles. Yeah. Um, vulture. Yeah, there was a vulture. There there was definitely a vulture. There was definitely Doctor Octopus tentacles. Um, it was all alien, or, or, or it was all um, animal stuff. I think there was like a scorpion thing, maybe. Mm. Yeah, um, and that's yeah boring. It's boring that they all just came from Oscorp. It's so boring. Yeah. So boring. But but I mean that's the thing. It's like they're trying to find a way to jump to the Sinister Six. Like that's, that's what true. they want. Yeah. Um, is like they want to do the Sinister Six all at once, and so they need to like, well, they all come from the same place. Um, that's the only way to make that make sense. And they're not wrong if you want to like show all of their origins, but also you could just skip all their origins. You could just do Amazing Spider-Man three, and there's just these villains around, and they all team up. Like you know, yeah, people aren't gonna ask a lot of questions. About but like where this stuff come came yeah. from. It's pure yeah. commerce and it's cynical and I'm glad it failed as much affection as I have <laughs> for that movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. My number eight is Spider-Man three. Correct. Mine as well. Um, I, I guess <laughs> when it comes down to it, the reason like, cause like, as we talked about in our episode, um, you know, the, 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 the original part, um, the, the Raimi is strong with this one. Yeah. There's some incredible, incredible set pieces, like yeah, real whiz bang stuff. But ultimately this movie just kind of doesn't succeed at what it's trying to do. And to, so to rank this above the homecoming movies for nostalgia's sake would be a disservice to the work yes. that those movies are doing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Is like, it's so funny. I I think that this movie works a lot more than you do. Mm-hmm. 
but I st- I still agree with you. Like I sure, agree. Yeah, like yeah. like it. I I I think it's better. Like I think the gap between Spider Man three and my next one probably isn't as as wide as yours. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's still obvious. Like I I can't. I can't disrespect the rest of the movies on this list by putting Spider-Man 3 any higher than this, um, as much as I enjoy watching it. So, yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and you know, I it, it does, you know, it has very similar issues as, as uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think that um, the only thing that it has going for it over Amazing Spider-Man 2 is that the action set pieces are better. And it is more tonally consistent. For sure. That's a good point. Um, and so with those two things, I'm like, well, it has to go above. Yeah. Um, even if the plot is like very messy and all over the place and puts characters on ice for a long period of time just sure. because you don't have room for them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. Uh, it do- it does a lot of the same stuff as Amazing Spider-Man Two, but yeah, I would say the difference is that the action set pieces are much much better, and uh, it is more tonally consistent within itself. Yeah, so, I, I mean, yeah. like, I'd have difficulty telling you what both Amazing Spider-Man m- movies are about thematically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> other than like, we need to make more Spider-Man movies. Yeah, but, but <laughs> I think that is what they're about. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like, look, we but, have to start this over. I'm sorry. Look, uh, and then <laughs> and then and then, uh, look, guys, we really need more of these. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. We have to do we're, this. we're playing catch up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry, Spider Man. Sorry, sorry, audiences. But three, and this was like why I loved our episode. Is I I really walked away from that episode with an appreciation for threes through line of telling a story about forgiveness Mm -hmm. self forgiveness of the self forgiveness of others who have wronged you um Mm -hmm. and also like responsibility and redemption like redeeming yourself from making redeeming yourself after making horrible mistakes yeah yeah and i and i think that that's all there and i think that you know the ultimate issue is that Maybe that wasn't the place for those stories. Maybe the black mm. symbiote suit and Venom were not the right fit for that sure. story. Um, and, and I think that's that's ultimately it's like, yeah, like I think all the parts are there and you can see them. They just don't quite all fit in the box, you yeah. know, the way that they should. I have um, a question. Do you think yeah. po- post No Way Home, yeah. do you think that makes Spider-Man 3 better in your mind? Uh, in what way? I, I guess. guess. <laughs> I guess when I was watching three, knowing where P- Toby's Peter ends up, knowing that he really did take all of these le- all of these lessons to heart, and mm, mm, mm. it made him a better Spider Man and a better Peter Parker. Like watching it this time, I was like, oh, he really did like learn from from all this stuff that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. It definitely, um, it definitely makes the ending. Like the final scene not feel so dissatisfying. Sure. Yeah. Um, I still wish Spider Man three ended with voiceover. Cause right. they all do. And mm. um I think that instead of ending on them dancing, I think it should have ended it should have faded out there and then faded out uh, faded back in to him like 
going and doing a Spider-Man thing with voiceover. Yeah. Um, and not maybe, you know, it doesn't need to be like a fun, like a fun scene, like him fighting the rhino or whatever, but like, you know, just, just, you know, getting out there and like having a voiceover that really like synced some, the whole movie puts up, a, puts a bow you know, thematically. It. I think that's what it need. It needed yeah. a bow. Like, it doesn't have one and it's not, it's not as easily accessible of, of a theme as the other right. movies. And so I think it needed a bow. And like those movies, maybe they're not as easily ex- accessible without the voiceover at the end. Oh, really wow. summon it all up, you know? Who knows? Yeah. Maybe that's why we feel so strongly. But I think that Spider-Man 3 needed that extra beat of just like, okay, like he's still Spider-Man. He's still go- he made a lot of mistakes in this one, <laughs> but he's still out there doing doing the thing, fighting the good fight, you know. Yeah, um, I think that's what it. I think that's what it needed to really like put a bow on that story. Um, like, I I think if it had voiceover and didn't end so awkwardly, I think people would think back on it a lot more fondly than they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a, yeah. wow, you know, I now know I'm not. I've been humbled, and I can be a better Spider-Man, or you know, yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, cheesier because it's it is Tobey Maguire. I sure, think, for day, sure, <laughs> yeah. it is Tobey's Peter, but yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Some something about that. Um. Like I, I. Something about learning the true meaning of great power. With great power comes great responsibility. You know. Sure. Like you know when my when my uncle Ben, ben. said with great power and gr- great responsibility, I thought I knew what that meant. And you know. <laughs> and now I really know. that that's now I now I really know that like you know great power can be mean many many things and and great responsibility can mean other things and yeah, yeah. you know like something yeah, like that sure. just to like put just really put a bow on it i think and i think that's what it needed and and i i love i love that those movies start and end with voiceover and so yeah yeah isn't that just like life like you think you have it figured out you're finally in the swing of it you think you know what great power comes great responsibility means and then mm-hmm. life throws this symbiote goo at you yeah. And now you have even more power than you did before and you do and sometimes you fall short. And yeah. you don't respond to that new power the way you thought you would have. Right. Um, right. Yeah. See, plain. you just wrote the voiceover. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Just just that and Toby Maguire's voice and yeah. uh boom. That would that would uh that would put a bow on it, I cool. think. I'll go do some um, an AI cut. Yeah. Um an AI, ugh, no. No, actually, <laughs> that's a full blown no. Um, so, what's your number seven? Um, I think my number seven is gonna have to be Spider Man: Far From Home. Yep, same. Like, wow, I, yeah, it's, it's starting, <laughs> it's happening. Um, yeah, I think you and I both found a lot to love about that movie, and we both kind of think that movie is underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so much fun. Just it's just the perfect movie to pop on on a summer afternoon. You know, yeah, yeah. It it's like going on vacation. This and and knowing how heavy shit gets in No Way Home, it's really fun to get one last like fun breezy John Watts Spider Man comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But, but we also found a lot of like weirdness and thematic like messiness and. Mm-hmm. I think this is of all the John Watts Spider-Man movies. This is the one that falls the most. Spider-Man falls victim to the MCU of it all. Yeah, I a little well, bit. Well, yeah, I but I and I also just think that like you know when you take when you take like 
70% of the iconography of what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man out of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, like, this is fun. You've never seen this before. And it's like, well, yeah, like, it's it's a fun <laughs> little romp. But it's also, you know, missing a lot of the stuff that I love about Spider-Man. And, yeah. you know, you gave us this fun world that we were in in the last one. And then you just took us out of it. Or I guess you, like, kind of took the whole world and just, like, placed it in another place. Right, um, yeah. Yeah, because it was still kind of that. Um, but, yeah, I missed I missed a lot of... I missed a lot of the a lot of the stuff in this one. I think high school shenanigans. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it was there, but it was different this time. And it was a field trip. Um, yeah, you know, it's a fun movie. Like I, I've, I've, I don't have a lot of negative things to say about this movie. I, 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 I really think it's a fun movie. Like at this point in the list, right? It's like. <laughs> Everything fucking like if you were like if you were like hey let's watch this right right now I'd be like fuck yeah throw it on let's Hell go yeah I want to because I mean like the London like the 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 London finale that is pure Spider Man like no webs no problem like him using his spider senses and taking out the drones all that's really fun and um I think. I think my big thing was, you know, we kind of talked about the messiness of like the meta Tony Stark narrative, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Um, But, you know, good movie. Entertaining movie. Yeah. You know, fucking really fun two hours to spend. Um, And some really great action sequences. That's that's the thing. It's like for all of the uh, the Spider-Man iconography that isn't in this movie. This movie also features one of the most iconic Spider-Man sequences of all time, the Mysterio sequence. Sure, straight um, out of a comic. F- uh, like, fucking straight out of a comic. And I know that it's all CGI, and, and you know, we could get into arguments about, like, is is the Lion King remake really a live-action remake, or is it animated? You know, we could really yeah. have that same argument with that whole sequence. But it fucking rules. It's beautiful. Um, I'm in awe of it. Every time I'm watching it, I'm just like, I can't believe I'm seeing Spider-Man fight Mysterio right now. This is incredible. And really get to a point in it where you're like, I truly don't know how he's going to fight this guy. Like, right. Yeah. He has no idea where he is, how he is, what's happened. Like, he's so overwhelmed, overwhelmed. Like, how is he ever going to defeat this guy? That's fucking cool. And that's mm-hmm. and it's Mysterio, one of the dorkiest villains yeah. that Spider-Man's ever gone up against. You know, it was it was the villain that like you kind of just assume they were never gonna do. Because sure. it, it's one of those like, yeah, he wears a fishbowl on his head. He's like, you know, it's it, it's it's dorky. They're never gonna be able to pull that into live action and make it make sense. And then they do this mis- version of Mysterio that is so you know kind of scary. Uh, out at there, times. Well, yeah, but like out there theatrically, right? And sure. He has that suit, but it's very—it's still a very like MCU-looking version of of Mysterio. You know, it's yeah, a very yeah. tech-looking. Uh, you know, it's like a mixture of like tech and some of their like alien designs that they they like to use, like alien tech and mm-hmm. um, you know, ancient alien kind of stuff that the For MCU sure. likes to play with sometimes, and um. And so you're like, oh, okay, I see. Like, you know, I'm not all right. I get. I mean, you know, it's Mysterio, but like, I guess, <laughs> like, he's he's not as like fun and dorky as he is. And then that scene shows up. That sequence shows up, and you're like, 
oh my God, they did not pull their punch on Mysterio. Like they went full blown Mysterio. Um, and yeah. it's one of my favorite sequences in the entire Watts trilogy. Like it is just unbelievable. And it's in my least favorite of the, <laughs> so for sure, you know, that's that says a lot about those movies. Um, and also worth noting because, you know, I'm such a fan of the the fun Gwen Peter flirting in the amazing mm-hmm. movies. This is the movie that really introduced MJ and Peter as uh as a romance. And yeah. they just both play that pitch perfect. It really does feel like you're watching this like young love, like teen, like, you know, kind of awkward teenagers like crushing on each other on a field trip. And it's so delightful. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I understand and appreciate the complaints that people have that like, like, why didn't we see them fall and crush with each other? But I'm just like, well, you can assume. I mean, they're both hot and they're young. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like that. that they're around George... each other all the time. It's going to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. Like, there was just a moment where Peter was just like at lunch or at debate club. And he was like, you know, MJ can get it. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then, and then, like he like fucking stretched, and she saw his like biceps, and was like, well, "I think Peter can get it. I think he can get it." <laughs> and then that was that. That's that was that was that. Uh, there we go. Boom. Make the put that on the Blu-ray. Yeah, where's that scene? <laughs> um. All right. So, uh, next up, number six. God damn it! This is really hard. Yeah, I know. See, I, it get it gets hard at this point, but I just I followed my heart. I just let my heart guide me, and uh, and that that's where I went. Because I, like I said, at this point, it's in, it's amazing to me mm-hmm. that the top seven yeah. Spider-Man movies all fucking rule in different Absolutely. ways. That is yeah. amazing. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> I, yeah, like you know, I really do think this is one of the like in the top franchises that we've covered in terms of quality. Yeah. Yeah, in, ter- in terms of overall quality, 100%. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, so I have to go with my gut. Um, this is really hard. But yeah, my number six mm-hmm. is, uh, is Spider-Man No Way Home. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Well, Interesting. I don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. Like, that conversation with Zach that we had is, like, was so rich. And yeah. I, I think, man, I don't know. No, I don't know. I think I might, I think it, it's like, it's, it's <laughs> shit. Cause like, <laughs> cause that's like such a, No Way Home is such a love letter to Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, I think. Do you it, just need, would it, would it help if you just ripped the bandaid off or do you want to like, uh, like autopsy? Each each individual one and really, really, really make this really hard. Or do you want to just follow your gut and rip the Band-Aid off and go six through one right now? Well, and I, then we'll uh, backtrack and talk I about think, each one. Well, I think uh, no, I, I think I think at the end of the day, I think everything after like we, we talked about how fucking great everything yeah. with all the villains are and the baddies. Yeah. And how yeah. much fun that is. Um, I don't love I don't love everything before that though it's a little rushed um the comedy isn't all there compared to the other two yeah sure i, I miss my friends i miss betty i miss uh martin star i miss the high school shenanigans um mm-hmm. but that's, that's not that's not what this movie is and it's confident right. in that um, right, right 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 but like as soon as the three p I, it's so crazy to me that 
in a world where this could have been um, the most fan servicey, cynical, cash grabby thing to ever happen. Mm-hmm. Instead, the second those three Peters show up, it be- it ratchets up into this is the best fucking thing I've ever seen. This is so rich and heartwarming and poignant and it makes every Peter better instead of being a disservice, you know? Um, and, uh, and yeah, and I, I think that that finale is pretty solid, um, free of like the emotionality of it all. I just think it's like, okay, yeah, this is fun. They're all whipping around the Statue of Liberty. This is cool. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but, but yeah, I I think, I think at the end of the day, the movie that I'm going to bring up next is just so the quintessence of Spider-Man, even though it is a very simple story. I I think I think uh what's interesting is I think that what and this just goes to show right how malleable Spider-Man is a, is a character right uh-huh. um I think that you and I just have differing I don't even even call it opinion or like taste but mm-hmm. just like you we we both come at Spider-Man from a different direction I think that you very specifically come to Spider-Man from Ultimate Spider-Man, like that's like sure. I feel like that's your like your definitive Spider-Man. Absolutely, um, I think so yeah. And and for me, Ultimate Spider-Man was like, wow, what a fun way to reboot this character that I love already. Yeah, you know, definitely that I, that I already love and I love this version of it. Um, but yeah, Ultimate Spider-Man, like yeah, this is really fun and great. Um, mm-hmm. But isn't my definitive take? It's why I have I have such a distaste for keeping Spider-Man in high school. Um, mm, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, so with that all being said, my number six is Spider-Man Homecoming. Right. Um, yeah. And I, I love this movie. Yeah, you Straight do. Up. Of course. Yeah. I absolutely, I absolutely fucking love this movie. Um, you know, something had to be number six. And for me, if somebody was like, you know, hey, uh, you've got to watch this movie three times in a row right now. Um, I think, that I, you know, or watch a Spider-Man movie three times in a row right now. There are other Spider-Man movies I would do that with before this one. Sure. Um, and and so that's kind of how I was grading my top ten scale here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, no, it's a fucking great movie. It has a great, because, it, like, there's another, like, one of my favorite Spider-Man sequences of all time. Um, but it's not Spider-Man. It's the whole going to the homecoming dance sequence it's the the reveal of a vulture being liz's dad Mm -hmm. um and the drive to the to the dance and then him running away from the dance like that whole sequence is some of the most spider-man shit ever and spider-man's not even in it it reminds me of one of my favorite spider-man comics which is spider-man loves mary jane um, it doesn't remind me so much of Ultimate Spider-Man. It much mm-hmm. more so reminds me of that. The vibes um, are much more closer to that uh, for me. Um, so what are I your, love all of this. Yeah. So what are your notes on Homecoming? Kind of how how I kind of, you know, I have these little things from No Way Home that like, well, this isn't the best compared yeah. to like, the stuff that really, really works. Um, You know, I mean, it's 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 the it's just the flavor of the high school thing. Uh-huh. Um, which again is done really, really well, but isn't my preferred Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, number one. And then number two, I 
really like how they do the Iron Man stuff, but I do still think that like starting this Spider-Man's origin off with with the Iron Man and the Civil yeah. War and all of that stuff does do somewhat of a disservice to the characters, mm-hmm. you know. Um he can history, stand on his own. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he can he can stand on his own. I like it's not it's not again it's a new thing, right? We did the other version two times before. So, like, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not complaining about it. But at the end of the day, as a Spider-Man fan and what I look for in Spider-Man, um, it's not this Marvel team-up thing. Uh, right. Yeah. As good as it is, it's not what I'm here for, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think ultimately, like, there's just no way it could be ranked any higher um, for me than all of these other ones that are just like 100% Spider-Man all the time. For so, sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, my number five is Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, nice. So, and you hit the nail on the head, Scott. If I'm not mistaken, my first, the first Spider-Man comic I ever read was Ultimate Spider-Man number 12, I think is the number, 11 or 12. It's the one, there is no Spider-Man in the comic. It is... Mm-hmm. The one where MJ and Peter are in Peter's bedroom and they're having like a back and forth. And MJ's like, why are you why are you being so weird lately, man? Like, what's your deal? And the issue ends with Peter telling MJ that he's Spider-Man. That revelation hits MJ and then they're about to kiss. And then uh, Aunt May opens the door and he's like, no hanky panky in the house. Little shits. (laughs) Uh because like I had never read a that was my first Bendis comic. I had never read a I thought comics all I don't say this I, mean, I this is going to sound disrespectful, but I thought all comics read like Stan Lee. Oh. This very like I'm doing this now or like oh, these powers they're such a burden, but I I have to keep trying because that's what's and so to read this comic where they're talking like people in this kind of Josh Schwartz OC vibe. Right. I was like, "Holy shit, this is amazing. This is comics." This is the- <laughs> Yeah, uh, which is also why I love Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane so much and love finally getting to read that way later, you know, like three years ago, finally, was when I, I got a chance to read those books. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just really fun how this one doesn't end at a cemetery. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Fair I, enough. I like how there's one Spider-Man movie where like there's kind of I know I, I, angst is what makes him beautiful. And we're going to talk about that more in No Way Home. Um but like it's just it's just like a fun movie you can just pop on and I love the John Hughesy stuff. It's just this is like the spark of like Tom the birth of Tom Holland, the movie star, and Jacob Badalin. And I love this version of MJ before she's like a love interest where she just gets to be like a weird side character. And um the world of Midtown Science Academy is just so weird and charming and alive. And uh and yeah, and then like yeah, that all time, the tense scene of Adrian Toomes and Peter Parker in the car. And he's like, I'll, I'll fucking kill you if you. So yeah, wait. So wait, I feel like I, I feel like we we dotsy dode. Now, do you do you want to do your, your number four? No, no, I'm on number five now because my. Okay. 
Because okay. your six was was No Way Home. My six was Homecoming. Your five was Homecoming. Coming. So now I'm on my five. Okay, please. Which is uh, the OG 2002 Spider-Man. Wow. Um, Interessante. Well, hey, look. Uh, you know, wow. it's it's I, look they're all in they're, they're all in there of course from, of course yeah of course That's they're, they're all fucking hairs between each other absolutely um yeah. it's 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 tough man um uh you know it, it's it's fucking tough these are so these are so close but like i think that with that first spider-man like i don't know man i it's just I don't even have anything negative to say about it. Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to like it's the try others. to rank these. Yeah. yeah. It's the ones um, that come next. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just like everything above this is um you know, like like I could probably swap this with my next one, you know? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but go with your gut. if I if I really wanted to, but like I'm just going to I'm going to stick it here. I'm going to I'm going to still still my ground. I'm not going to not going to bump this again, but Yeah, yeah. Um no, I mean I love this movie and I could watch it over and over and over again, but I feel that way about the rest of the movies on this list. So yeah. um you know, in terms of like like what what don't I like about this movie? I don't know, man. I mean not really anything. Um you know, it's just that like I don't know. Like, okay, here's what I'll say. Okay. It takes an hour to get to Spider-Man. Sure. I wouldn't want it any other way, mm-hmm. but Spider-Man, like the the character with the suit and the and the wild crawling and the and the catching the criminals uh, in his web like the like flies, um, <laughs> yeah. you know the whole thing uh, that doesn't start until an hour into the movie and for sure, um, you know sometimes you forget that. I mean I love all that stuff in that hour. And I and like I said, I wouldn't want the movie to be any other way. But it's like when I'm comparing it to the rest of them, that is just wall to wall Spider Man. This one is a little lacking in that in that department. Um, but I would still easily watch this like five times in a row if somebody asked me to. Um, they sure. wouldn't even have to ask me sternly. Um, <laughs> so you know, uh, it's it's a it's a great movie. It has, um. I it, it has I think inarguably the most iconic moment in this franchise, maybe the most iconic moment that we've ever covered on the show, which is the upside down kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a more iconic moment in a franchise that we have covered? Period. The only thing I can think of is the cup of water in Jurassic Park. Oh, good one, very good one. Um, that is a very good one. I don't uh, know which of those is more iconic. Rocky on the one. steps. Rocky on the steps. Yeah, the... there's there's another one. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Three of them. But yeah, so definitely. Um, but I mean, those are up there. Yeah. yeah, and I think Th- those I think... are those are all time iconic moments. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, certainly the most iconic moment of this of this uh, franchise, and mm-hmm. uh, and I can wax poetic about it constantly because i i truly believe it's the last time that we saw romance in a superhero movie um true capital like, r big yeah capital r big screen romance um in a in a superhero movie and and maybe like maybe kind of in movies um in yeah. general i don't know uh but yeah we don't get that kind of sweeping romance anymore because we always have to take the wind out of it. We, we we can't just lean into it. We can't just let it happen. We always have to like, 
you know, do the thing like to going back to our previous uh, our previous miniseries, uh, Judd Apatow. Um, we have to make it honest and real, you know. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, man, I just want an unrealistic sweeping romance where I find out later that he had cotton balls uh, smothered in Vaseline shoved up his nose while he was doing that, you know? And it's like, wow. And he still made the kiss look that good. That's amazing. (laughs) We, we come to this place for magic. Yes. Yes, exactly. To look up and dream. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So this is my number four. Uh, Yes. You're on your number four. Yeah, um, yeah. My number four is, is Spider Man, two thousand two Spider Man. Oh, okay, all right. Well, because um, like, I mean, this is just a, on the topic of Rocky and Jurassic Park. You know, this is a this is a goddamn American classic. Yeah, this is Thanksgiving yeah. Day. This is Super Bowl. This is apple pie. This yeah. is baseball. Like, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> this is just You're goddamn a, right. It is. <laughs> this is just a movie. Um. And I think going forward, the only reason this isn't number one or number two or whatever is because because of this movie, this was kind of this like a little bit like X-Men, 2000s X-Men. This was a little bit the product of its time of like, mm-hmm. well, we do have to kind of we don't superheroes aren't in our oxygen or water supply at this point. So like you could argue that he's kind of like a hybrid of Superman and Spider-Man in this movie. Mm, yeah absolutely he even does the shirt pop absolutely yeah 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 and so i think the movies that i'm we're going to cover after this movie are more just pure uncut unleaded spider-man yeah um yeah but this is this is just the goods like i'm gonna be watching this, this also movie. just this this has all the fucking memes like this it's amazing <laughs> yeah it's amazing for all of like the the rainy memes right um i can only off the top of my head I can really only think of one, maybe maybe two, if I'm being generous, um, from Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Most of them are from Spider-Man and Spider-Man 3. Um, sure. like, like 95% of them. Like I can, like the, the, the J Jonah Jameson laughing is from Spider-Man to you too. And the, the Spider-Man like unmasking and, and, and uh, James Franco, like backing up into a, into the chair right. and sitting down. Um, I remember when that was like that meme where it would unmask and it would say something or be, be someone else's face under mm-hmm. the, under the mask, um, for a while. But like, those are the only two. So like, you know, there's definitely like a lot of meme stuff and that just brings me so much joy right yeah and people will be like oh like ironic joy and it's like no no not at this point like like real joy beyond that yeah um you know i'm something of a scientist myself i mean the the let me let me tell you how you let me let me teach you guys about listening or whatever yeah (laughs) let me tell you how how we listen uh the mary j the mary jane defending peter meme that's kind of relatively newer uh which what is that one where it's the it's really weird because it, in context it's very different from the meme, but in the movie it's where uh, Emilio or MJ's boss is like, hey, "MJ, you forgot you missed your fucking you wrong <laughs> out." And, she, and the meme becomes right. like it's about like you know a girl defending her dorky boyfriend, even though that's not what the the scene is, the frame is saying. Oh yeah. Well, that's like the that's like that one scene. Did we bring this up in the episode? The 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 meme of like, "Tell me the truth, I can handle it," and then it's like. The, the the meme is like him being like, 
um, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, yeah, yeah, ba- know. Batman versus Superman isn't actually a good movie. And she's like, oh, you know, yeah, like, yeah, what, heartbreak. Like, yeah. yeah, whatever, whatever the thing. And and then you watch the movie and like that literally never happens. Like, that's not a thing. She yeah. never says, tell me the truth. I can handle it. That's not a thing that ever happens in these movies. But they just invented this meme structure based on like. Um, the the, Our the collective... silent film era acting of of these movies, yeah, for sure, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and like it's a little wistful because you're like, are we ever? Could we ever get a movie like this again? And maybe we won't. Maybe we're not. But like, it makes us all the more know. special. I don't know. I have things to talk about with that, sure. in particular, in our franchise potential when we talk about Morbius. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. Um, yeah. Um, so, um, you're number four. Uh, my number four. Um, my number four, and this is only because it's basically a brand new movie, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Holy shit. I, I Look, I love this movie. Of course, I love of course. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fucking amazing. Um, I've only seen it twice, though. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so, like, I can't, it's very hard for me to justify putting it um, any higher on this list. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's 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 incredible. And and I I really, really love it. And I can't wait to watch it like 10, 10, 20, 30 more times mm-hmm. uh, before Beyond uh, the Spider-Verse comes out. Um, I want to know it backwards and forwards the way that I know into the Spider-Verse backwards and forwards uh, before Beyond comes out. Mm-hmm. Um it's 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 incredible. The animation is incredible, but like just the story is incredible. And Miles is an incredible character, and what he goes through in this episode or in, the, in this in this movie is an incredible story and a cre- mm. incredible character arc. And it's a fucking fantastic movie. Um, but it's brand new, so sure. I just can't justify it any higher. So that's where it's at. No, totally understandable. Yeah, yeah. So what's your number three? My number three is Spider Man Two. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I was right. Okay. Um, um, okay. I don't know. I don't know if I would have ranked. I mean, I would not have ranked these movies the way that I am now before going on this journey, before going on this mini series and talking about them. I mean, like Spider-Man two is like my Bible. Like, yeah, <laughs> that movie taught me how to walk, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I I love Spider-Man 2. I don't think I'll ever feel the way I felt being, you know, 13, 14 years old in the theater in the summer of 04, watching that movie and then walking out of that theater as Dashboard Confessional is like blasting in the theater. Yeah. Um, mythic, like, like mythic storytelling, Doc Ock and Spider-Man, like punching the shit out of each other as they're both falling down a skyscraper um the the tribulations that Raimi puts peter through is oh yeah herculean um and and but then also the catharsis of like you know watching him rise above all that and triumph over that is like so powerful even to me as an adult um and it's just so human like like the 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 scene at the yard sale where, where, where May's moving out of the house and just like that little quiet moment between like Peter and like the neighborhood kid and May is like, just like pitch, pitch perfect. A hundred percent. Um, and if anything, it's like kind of more says about how the two Raimi movies kind of 
everything kind of built off of that and got to be more because of these two movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I love this movie so much and it really just has more to say about my, my two and my one more than any kind of fault that this, this movie has, you know? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's the case with basically everything since my number seven. <laughs> um, sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, so my number three is uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, right. Yeah. 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 I I understand. I, I appreciate everything that you said about about sort of like the first act of this movie being mm-hmm. um, both kind of slow and also too fast at the same time. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I totally understand that. And, um, you know, the Doctor Strange stuff, it it, it, it does in a movie that celebrates Spider-Man um, and Doctor Strange is here. And obviously that's that's uh, both a plot reason and a, uh, a Ditko reason. Um, yeah, which I really love. I really, I, I didn't ever appreciate yeah. that until you pointed that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I do really love that it's like it's a team up between between Ditko's only two Marvel creations. But um, the thing that I, the thing is, the second act and third act of this movie are so pitch perfect, flawless. Mm. Um, it's like. I like I don't even know how to describe how I feel once that starts going mm-hmm. because it it starts off and you're just sort of dipping your toes in and by the time you get to um Peter practicing what he's going to say to MJ and Ned to get them to remember him I just I I'm I'm at such a fever pitch as a Spider-Man fan and what I personally look for in Spider-Man that I'm just like, this is the most perfect Spider-Man scene that I've ever seen. Yeah. And then those last like two minutes is just like, I'm I like just, just like shoot me and send me to heaven because like, this is like, inc- <laughs> this is everything that I could ever possibly dream for. Yeah, um, yeah. And so it's just, it's unbelievable. And I'll say this about the Dr. Strange stuff. Um, you know, uh, for a long time, it was like, you know, this whole Marvel team up thing. Right. And you had Iron Man in Homecoming and he's a mentor figure. Right. Then you had Far From Home and you have him teaming up with air quotes, Nick Fury <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and air quotes, Maria Hill, yeah. um, which I don't know why she needed to be a scroll in retrospect. Um, <laughs> where was she? Where was the real one? Um, wow. Right. <laughs> uh, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah right um, secret invasion but um uh you know so yeah a little bit of a mentor figure but more like a mentor of like you know this is how you need to be a superhero like you got to get your shit together and you got to do what i say because that's what avengers do mm-hmm. um they do what nick fury tells them to <laughs> um and uh uh and then he has a mentor figure in in Mysterio which ends up being a false mentor figure and then that leads us to this Doctor Strange relationship yeah. which is and they joke about it back and forth but they are peers um yeah they are peers call, call me steven this. like we saved half the universe together exactly they are peers yes steven is older but he's not a mentor figure for spider-man they are peers um to a point where uh spider-man puts dr strange in his place um yeah. at a certain point in this and says no no no, i'm going to take care of this because you're not doing it the way that i want to um 
their whole interaction in this movie is just the most Marvel comic shit ever because he's not a mentor figure. He's just a guy that Spider-Man knows who's the only person who can solve the problem that he needs solving. And so he goes to him for help and that's it. He's just a guy in the Marvel universe that he goes to for help because he knows him. Um, That's Marvel comics, man. Like that's, that is Spider-Man's interaction with another character in Marvel comics. That isn't like, it didn't feel like Marvel team up. It just felt like, oh, Doctor Strange is in this issue of Spider-Man. Um, yeah. It's fucking great. And it's it's a very specific but brand new flavor of Spider-Man that we haven't gotten yet because he was building up to treating these adults, these these superheroes as peers. Mm-hmm. Um and and he needed to go through what he did with Mysterio. Um, where he put him up on a pedestal only to like realize that that was he can't just do that with everybody um sure. you know and 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 learning that in far from home led to this relationship with dr strange that i i really love and then of course that's to say nothing of everything with the super villains like everything with the villains from the other movies where they're all getting approved improved upon their previous iterations their previous appearances um and God then meals and then, and then the fuck yeah, the goddamn heels. And then you gotta, you gotta look where you're falling. You're falling. Um, <laughs> uh, um, then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, the three Peters, and yeah. the idea that like they gave him mentors in this, but it's himself. Yeah, like he is learning from himself, and he's learning to be a better Spider-Man from himself, which is what the whole arc of these Watts movies were, were like, how do we get to, to a kid who's 15, 14, 15 when this, when, when, you know, civil war starts <clears throat> to this 18 year old kid, 18 year old man, young man who is going to be a superhero in his own right in every imaginable way that that means. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we get there? How do we how do we get to that point? And I think they told a really compelling story over this trilogy that concludes here and makes complete sense why he would have learned to trust himself and trust his gut. Um yeah. and it's that's kind of a really great story and a great coming of age story and it all sort of comes to a head here with him with his with his ultimate mentors being himself from another universe. And yeah, it's, yeah. It's amazing. I fucking love it. I love it's, it so much. It's amazing. And yeah. I, I, I love how it isn't like what we you know, what we talked about with Zach is like the other two Peters needed this just as much as Peter one. Yes. Like, Peter three, he was like he needed to hear someone say, like, dude, no, you're good, you're amazing. And like I've always wanted brothers. Like I probably the most fun he's had weirdly in a long time and for toby's peter to get to really like see to really live out like oh my god like i i get to now help these two my two little brothers and like yeah but but also and i i don't know that this is something that we really we really brought up we brought it up i think in passing in regards to all of them Mm -hmm. but i i want to reiterate the importance of this for Mm -hmm. for toby's peter um toby's peter is meant to be 40 at this point yeah. 
um, something like that, like 40-ish. Um, he's been doing this since he was 18. Um, that is 22 years of Spider-Manning. And in his universe, he is the only superhero. There is no one else. He yep. is completely alone. There is no one that he can talk to about the ins and outs, the 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 sort of monotonous things, the 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 sort of the you back, know mundane, the, the mundane, yeah, the mundanity of being Spider-Man. There's a scene, very famous scene, Spider-Man Two, with uh, you know him, I love him. Hal Sparks, sure, he, yeah. he entertainment's Hal Sparks, where he says, like, yeah, the you know the suit rides up in the crotch a little, and and Hal is like immediately like, oh yeah, no TMI, get me out of this elevator. This is yeah TMI. Um, that's everybody's he, reaction because they could never understand him. Yeah, twenty two years of no one understanding him, and he finally meets two other people that he can be completely open about all of this and talk about being a spider by being Spider-Man in a mundane way. And just like, this is just the job. And yes, he is giving this, this, um, you know, all of this, uh, uh, wisdom, knowledge, wisdom, yeah, knowledge and wisdom to these two, but he's also getting to just like, you know, just, be validated in a way yeah, by these val- other two guys. Validated, relax a little bit, like kind of yeah. let, his, let his guard down and like yeah. be vulnerable and like let, yeah. let Peter three pop his back. Yeah. And, I mean, like, I think the, like the, the kill, we, we definitely talked about this with Zach, but the moment where he hears another little, a kid say with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. The look of like, spiritual like fucking like oh my god like he's me he's where yeah. i was at that the yeah. worst night of my life like yeah i get to it, it is kind of it's a wonderful life yeah 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 um or this is your life this is um, your life yeah peter parker <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. your life <laughs> yeah it's it's uh you know or or it's a little christmas carol too a little bit yeah um, yeah in that way uh, it's like, yeah, it's, it's just so, <sighs> this movie has no right to be as poignant and, and wonderful and fun, um, and, and just like endlessly charming as this movie is. And yes, I do miss all the high school stuff, mm-hmm. but also the high school stuff isn't why I'm watching a Spider-Man movie For sure. personally. So it doesn't bother me that it's, it's, it's not here. It both does and doesn't, you know, where mm. I'm like, Oh yeah, I do miss these guys. And just getting a lot of them for like a scene or two really does like sometimes feel like a slap in the face a little bit <laughs> sure, yeah. um, to them and to the audience. But, but also, like you said, this movie has a mission that it's driving toward. And it's like, no, this is what we're focusing on. This is what we're doing. Um, and it never, it never loses sight of that, and you can't help but respect it, um, um, especially when it's this fucking good, for sure. And just one, you know, just just to to, to put the, close the book on it. Um, yeah, I think this is even more than Avengers Endgame, the purest proof positive, like mission accomplished of not just I'm, I'm going to say Kevin Feige, but I know he he didn't work alone, but like Kevin Feige's experiment to like how can I bring what I felt as a kid reading a comic book yep. to the, to the big screen. Yep. And like, 
because Peter's he, and, yeah, and please. it's better. It's better than Endgame because um, not for nothing, but Watts is a better director. Than sure, Russo's. yeah, I'll say yeah. You I'll, know, I'll, I'll, like, I'll, I'll, I'll co-sign that. Because um, <laughs> uh, I mean, you will about Endgame, but that final battle is ugly as shit. Yes. Um, always has been. Can't yeah, can't <laughs> tell what's going on. And compared, no. yeah, but like you know, Peter's you know this young man's coming of age. You just said like you know, it's it's built off of Infinity War and Endgame. So where the the pure nature that he has with strange of like you know he's earned that because we saw him he died right he died and came back and then survived this huge weird crazy not space battle but you know battle with space monsters so like yeah. it just really like it builds and builds and where like when he is swinging through the through the streets you know like 30 rock on on christmas you're like fuck yeah peter you uh. belong here man Oh my god. That scene, I have yet to watch that scene and it not give me full body chills. Yeah. Um, so there it is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, uh so, so so number two, I think I have a pretty good guess what your number two is. Yes. Uh my number two is Spider Man across the Spider Verse. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um Scott, you you said in our review, you were like, go watch this a second time. Mm-hmm. Um and I so I did. I went to go see this a second time this past week. Another big sold out crowd. Um where it just like I you know, it's such a special experience. Yeah. Like the yeah. the the gasps and the cheers and the like yeah. Like the audacity of that ending. Oh uh, my god, the power of that uh, that ending on the audience where you can feel it. Like mm-hmm. you can feel the audience being like Ah! Like I just yeah. want it now. <laughs> and, it's so good. Oh. And, and so, you know, like a, 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 a faint criticism that I had, but a criticism that I've heard a few times since the movie's come out a few days ago is like, oh, this is half a movie. Um, this is Matrix Reloaded. This is Dead Man's Chest. Um, and, you know, I, I, a critic that I respect, you know, on a podcast was like, I don't even know what how to feel about Across the Spider-Verse because I don't know how it ends. Um mm-hmm. But it's all in the so the movie ends with not just to be continued, but mm-hmm. a yellow checkered comic book box to be continued. Mm-hmm. And so they are on purpose. These these filmmakers are recreating the feeling that comic book readers get when they turn the page and see to be continued. Mm-hmm. And so that cliffhanger is by design. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's like, that's part of the journey. We're like, we don't, why we could mush everything that we want into one movie and potentially shortchange or truncate stuff like The Spot or Miguel or Jessica Drew, but mm-hmm. we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you this whole thing, but it's not going to, but there's still going to be more to come. That's going to be like Return of the Jedi, Return of the King, you know, mm-hmm. fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, and also, I think calling this half a movie is a huge, huge insult to the narrative work being done for Gwen, mm-hmm. Miles, and also just Spider-Man as a concept. Yeah. Um, this movie is challenging the concept of Spider-Man in a way that's really fascinating. Yeah. Because it's yeah. another Spider-Man looking at all the other Spider-Men and saying, like, we're better than this. Like... We don't do we don't we don't trade lives, you know, as Cap once said. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, I mean, it's like it, it's kind of this is bigger than Spider Man in a way because it's like just 
the filmmaking is just on another planet. Um, yeah. I was slack jawed for like a good 50% of this movie. Yeah. Um, but it's like a celebration of a, of comics. Yeah. Like the little ed- editorial notes that you get, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we great. didn't even bring those up. Those are so fun. They're hard to read, though, because there's a lot of... <laughs> they, they really are. a lot of stuff in there, and they go by fast. Yeah. Um, um, but I just think this is like such a beautiful way of exploring the Spider-Man myth. Mm-hmm. Um, and But also celebrating it and showing like... And the way it kind of gets everything, it just creates Spider. It's Spider Man is like now this big gumbo pot where it all matters and it's all canon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just giddy, just a giddy celebration of just Spider Man as a cultural force. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, it it's so it's so interesting because I think that it it the movie is so full and i think that people aren't used to you know it's like we talked about on Corn- the cornetto trilogy a lot especially with the world's end where yeah. it's like people who s- dismiss the world's end as the worst one have only seen it one time sure um and it's it, it is difficult to explain to people no you have to see a movie twice because you know a a, a y- a normal critical response to that would be, uh, no, the movie should work exactly the way that it should the first time I see it. That's how a good movie works. That's how mm-hmm. a good movie operates. But it's like, yeah, but some movies are working on a different level. Like, yeah, because there's so much there that you cannot possibly pick up on the first time that you watch that you watch it again and it'll click. Like, it'll just click into place because it's like, oh, like, I'm not distracted by the fact that I'm watching the new Spider-Verse movie, you know? Right. I'm not distracted by the fact that I'm watching the new Edgar Wright movie. I can just, I I know what the movie is now, and I can watch it and find those finer details that show me what I missed the last time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. but it's difficult to like explain that. So like there's so many critics that I respect that are calling it half a movie and it's like I'm not going to be like, "Well, you have to see it a second time because I know what their response would be." And also, they don't have time to see movies more than once. Like <laughs> sure. cuz they're watching so many fucking movies, which is a whole other problem with with film criticism, right? Mm-hmm. Um it's such a goddamn factory. Um but yeah, like it is it's upsetting to me that, like, well, as much as, like, you know, as much as pray, the praise is being lobbed at sure. this movie, and there's so much of it, um, that is the common refrain, which is mm-hmm. that it's half a movie, um, as you, as you, as you said, um, and watching it, right, you, you realize, you see. That, like, Miles has a full character arc. Gwen has a full character arc. Hell, the Spot has a full character arc. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, because he has a thing that he wants, and then he gets it at the end um, and and changes into a kind of a new character. And they all do. Miles does. Gwen does. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, even even Miguel does because he goes from hero to villain. Sure. Um, or 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 protagonist to antagonist. So, yeah, like there there's so much growth and change between the characters in this movie that it is. It's a movie that that you know 
it's hard to say that it stands on its own because it does have the to be continued, right? Mm. But it's its own movie um, yeah. in the same way that Empire Strikes Back is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or Two Towers or any of the mm-hmm. great, like, I mean, like, it's all the heart of the movie to me is Rio's speech to Miles, where he's like, look, you have to promise me you're going to take care of the little boy the way that, you know, me and your, oh, by the way, so, I don't know how I miss it. This is going to go back a second time. Uh <laughs> He is not Jefferson Davis in those movies. He is Jefferson Morales. Oh, he is. You're right. He took Rio's last name. Wow. Man, I never clocked that. But you're totally Officer Morales. You're totally. Yeah. (laughs) Or or Captain. Officer Morales last time. Captain Captain Morales now. Um, Yeah. Wow. I never clocked that. You're absolutely right. Holy shit. I saw like his Um, little badge. And I'm like, oh, my God. It totally says Morales. Um, that's good because like you know jefferson davis that's like a that's like a weird um uh like a civil war connection yeah it's like an arc it's like a it's like a not an archetype uh stereotype it's a it's a it's a black american stereotype to have a name like that sure Um, yeah and then and just kind of tie it kind of it makes them the morales family which i think is very poignant in these movies um yeah and just the way it handles like the Morales family, how they're not just a copy of the Parker dynamic. It's its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like, you know, Miles, like he he wants to be a part of this club. He wants to be just like the other Spider-Man. And then he realizes that doing so would compromise who he is as a Morales, as Miles. Right. And he's right. like, whether he consciously, because they don't, they don't cut back to Rio's speech or, or whatever, like right. in like his head. But he's like, no, fuck this. This isn't who I am. You're wrong. I'm not. I'm going to out Spider-Man all of you mm-hmm. and then fight my way back to my home and then be like, mom, I fucking did it. I, 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 I didn't let you down, mama. You know, yeah. I showed him. And he and he succeeds. You know, you say like, oh, he out Spider-Man's all of them. And mm-hmm. and and you're right, like in in technique and action <laughs> and everything, but also in his heart. He out yeah. Spider-Man's all of them because he's doing what a Spider-Man would actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, which is following his gut and doing the right thing, no matter how many people tell him otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And he's the most Gwen. Spider-Man. He's the most Spider-Man. And then, yeah, something of Gwen's arc, um, the beauty of that. And um, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we, we're not done yet though. So we got, we got to keep going. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Scott, what, what is your number two? It's Spider-Man two. Sure. Um, it's Spider-Man 2. It's like the platonic ideal Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. um in many ways. It's it's not the, it's still not the best one um as we'll <laughs> we'll talk about. Uh but it is sort of the platonic ideal. Like it's just at least for me, like this is everything I want in Spider-Man. Spider-Man's in college, you know. Right. Um he's a loser that never gets anything that he <laughs> wants. Um you know, this movie beats him up. Uh, it, it, it doesn't even let him get outdoor or hors d'oeuvres or champagne <laughs> at a party. Yeah. Um, it even takes those away from him. It hits him in the head with backpacks. I mean, it, it's just like, you know, and, and he finally just says like, enough is enough. I can't handle this anymore. I just, I just can't, I can't, I quit. <laughs> I'm done. Um, and, and you know, the world just sort of, he gets to like, get an apology from New York for mistreating him. Yeah, yeah. You know? Where they're like, yeah, we didn't really appreciate you. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, thanks for coming back and helping us out. 
and uh and he gets out there with renewed vigor and 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 saves the day um and there's something just so beautiful about that the about uh, uh, you know and 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 capital r romantic um mm. in the in the truest definition of the word you know it's just this movie's bigger than life and in all the best ways um it feels epic it feels I mean, it just feels incredible watching this movie because it just it, it it's like I I every time I watch it, you know, it's just like oh my god, I'm I'm with my friends again, and right, we're yeah. going on an adventure, and I'm getting to see the next chapter in their lives, and for an era of a film that was just trying to figure out the comic book movie thing, right, mm-hmm. um, or or refigure it out after the failure of Batman and Robin. Um, it, it just is so, you know, it doesn't even feature any, um, any, like any stuff that dates it, you know, it, yeah, it, it's, it's sort timeless. of timeless. Yeah. Cause even the first Spider-Man has stuff that dates it, right? It has sure. like Macy Gray. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but like, there's nothing in this. It is, it is an absolutely timeless movie. Like this Spider-Man two is up there with like Superman, the movie. And yeah. and like in like Batman Returns, right? Not even Batman because that has all the print stuff. But Batman Returns, right? We it's as like, like the most timeless, like a little superhero snow globe. movies. Yeah, right. Um, and there's something beautiful about that. And will we ever get anything like that ever again? Probably not. Um, probably not. At least not anytime soon. Um, and so oh, we did. We did yeah. once. And it's beautiful. Um, and I love it so much. And you know, I, I, I often think about, like, what is my favorite moment in Spider-Man 2? And there's so many, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the, the old train sequence alone, right? Yeah. So iconic, so incredible. Um, but I think my favorite moment in Spider-Man 2 is the moment when his mask comes off and Mary Jane clocks it. And you see on her face mm-hmm. the relief... And the revelation that Peter and Spider-Man are one and the same. And just like, just the realization of all of it, of like, everything makes sense. Yeah. I finally understand. And just that facial expression is maybe my favorite thing in any Spider-Man movie. Um, Yeah. It's just so big and so cinematic and so Spider-Man, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And it's 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 a thing that like I don't know that we'll ever be able to recreate a moment like that ever. Yeah. Um cuz like look at look at Far From Home. <laughs> you sure. know? It's yeah, like that, it she, had to be kind of she like yeah he's just like uh, okay uh, I, I I am Spider Man she's like wait what really like that that's it that's how the reveal happens yeah it's like wait I, I was only seventy percent sure oh my god or forty percent sure or whatever it was yeah yeah um, it's got to be a yeah. little funny a little a little postmodern you know right it can't be that earnest and this movie is earnest as shit and I lo- it's magic it's absolute yeah. magic um and it's it's a movie that like. It's the kind of movie that I I think about like oh one day like I'll have kids and I'll be able to sit down and watch Spider Man two with them and 
Yeah. That is going to be a, a really like big moment for me. Um, and, and that's the kind of movie that this is. Um, you know, as much as I love all the other ones, it's like you kind of have to watch these at least, you know, right. you have to watch these at least to get to the other ones, like to fully appreciate those ones. Um, but these ones kind completely stand on their own. Uh, and it's and, and, and Spider-Man in particular um, is uh, it's a masterpiece. It really is. Yeah. So, no, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're 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 woven into the language of the Spider-Verse movies. Right. 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 Um, which, speaking of, leaves our number one, which yes. I believe is the same. Yes. We, we circled back around. We met back at the end. We did it. Uh, both of yeah. our number ones is, of course, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Um, it was neck and neck, to be honest. Like, there were moments watching Across the Spider-Verse a second time where I'm like, fuck, I think this might be better. Um <laughs> I fucking got you. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> you did. Yeah. And like <laughs> and like on a technical level, on a filmmaking level, there's a very strong argument that it is better because they yeah. just got better at doing it. And it's Yeah. 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 It's it's bigger and it's more ambitious and it's more confident and it's and it's but at the end of the day, I will just I was thinking if you could capture the mana, the energy of our theater at our preview screening, in a bottle, you could like shoot it into the moon. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could, you you would lose ten years. You know, like you yeah, would, absolutely. Like like, yeah. like you like I I you know I would be in my twenties again if I could if I could bottle that and drink it. You know, yeah, you would gain um, life. Yeah, um, just oh god damn it! I just remember those end credits and like that music and just that feeling, that buzz of like, oh my god, I feel like I could punch a rhino. You know, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> But at the end of the day, why, you know, why, in, yeah, and, th- and that has a lot to do with it. And then, you know, I, I, all that being said of Across the Spider-Verse is like, it, you know, its own movie and not half a movie. But like, there's just something so special and so singular about Miles's journey in Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I really came to appreciate in doing these movies, ca- talking about them for franchiseography, is how much Spider-Man is tied into my family, like memories of my family. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, seeing them with my brother and seeing them with my nephews and realizing, like, growing up, I saw myself in Peter Parker. Yeah. Because um, he's like, he's a dork. He's he's a, he's a romantic. He just wants to, he life keeps throwing all this shit on him and he's just trying to survive. And <laughs> I've got too much shit on me. You've got too much fucking shit on me. Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Like now, as as an adult, when I look at Miles, I see my nephews and I see my little cousins and I see the next generation and realizing that there's going to be people beyond me Mm -hmm. Uh, and like realizing that Spider-Man is theirs too Mm -hmm. or theirs now and that this thing that I love is actually even bigger than I thought it was when I was a kid is like something that is so comforting and so cathartic. Um, and I just think the the thrill of the discovery of meeting like Spider-Man Noir and like Peter B. Parker and how this movie just like tosses perfect Spider-Man moments like they're paper airplanes. Yeah. Like just the Peter B. Parker introductory montage is like 
the most Spider-Man shit ever, you know? It, it is, you know, you know what it is, what it, what it feels like, in, in, you know, thinking back on these two movies as like a pair. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. In, in, into and across is that into the Spider-Verse feels like a bunch of incredibly talented an, animators and artists all with, through every frame of the movie, everyone just being like, <laughs> I can't believe they're letting us do this. Like, right. I can't, yeah. I, I can't believe they're letting yeah. us do this. Um, and then across the spider, the spider verse feels like them being like, all right, let's go to work. Like, it feels like it, it, it is, it is as fun. Right. But mm-hmm. there's, there's more like meat on the bone, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, fair to say. A, like it, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's, um, I don't even know how to describe what I mean, but like, like a confidence, like the way that miles is more like, no, I'm fucking Spider-Man dude. Like, yeah, yeah. I got this. And that's kind of, across it doesn't, the Spider-Verse vibes. it doesn't feel like they're getting away with it. Yeah. Um, it, it, it feels like they're running away with it, you know, like where yeah. they're just like, yeah, now we're, we're fucking going. Here we go. Um, we've got, we've got, we, we built the car. Let's, let's drive this sucker. Right. Um, yeah. We know you love miles. We know you love Gwen. We know that you're behind us. And now that we know you, we have your hearts, we're going to take you on this crazy ride. Right. Right. Um, but into the spider verse is so special and singular for exactly that energy because it's, it never stops feeling like a bunch of insanely talented artists goofing off. about how much they love Um, Mm Spider-Man. And, like, it always has that energy. Always. Uh, Because the story itself is, is, you know, a fairly simple story. I mean, you know, it's... In retrospect, you know what I mean? In in retrospect, yeah, yeah. Um, It's a fairly simple story. I mean, it is an origin story. It is about legacy. But the way that they found the adaptation, it's just so fucking amazing it's the movie that made me fall in love with miles morales mm-hmm. um you know i i i i never disliked miles but i didn't really understand what made him different from peter outside of the obvious mm-hmm. um because they never they never found like a special thing for him he was just he was a smart kid just like peter you know he went to a science school just like peter like it wasn't there wasn't anything different about him. And then this was the movie that was like, no, Miles is an artist. That's what makes him different. Yeah. And they let that define him and define his personality and the way that he thinks through things, the way that he he just like, you know, absorbs things um, as an artist. And and it's so relatable um, in the same way that, you know, when you hear the phrase, anybody can wear the mask, right? Mm-hmm. Your mind immediately got it goes to like, oh, like, like diversity and like, you know, like, oh, they're saying like, yeah, because there's no, you don't see who's under the mask. So anybody could be under there. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that that was the intention. But the idea of making Miles being like one of the most uh, relatable Spider-Mans just adds another layer to that. Anybody can wear the mask theme. 
Yeah. Where it's like, no, 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 no. This isn't just about diversity. This is about personalities. This is about interests. This is about all kinds of things. And as we saw in Across the Spider-Verse, there's a there's a grand uh, sure, uh you yeah. know grand many of different personalities and things right they're all they aren't all just like variations on peter parker they're they're wildly different and and wildly interested in different things i mean we have a we have an anarchist spider-man for christ's sake right um, yeah 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 it, it they're all completely different but at at their core they're they they have these well you know in across the spider verse it's canon events or or whatever but mm. i think what it's going to teach you is like like the thing that makes you spider man is what's in your heart yeah um and that's uh it's so good and it's so present in this first movie um uh, and there's just so many fist pump moments and i mean peter b parker is one of my favorite spider mans mm-hmm. you know it's just like it's a movie full of my favorite spider man yeah, that's you know? the Spider-Man Noir. Yeah, Spider-Gwen, like everybody, like the whole mm. gang. I just love them all so much for different reasons. And then on top of that, I think just from a, I don't know if that's editing or or what, but the style of storytelling in into the Spider-Verse specifically, like the uh, the pacing of it and the way yeah. that it's the way that it's edited like a I mean, for lack of a better term, like an Edgar Wright movie, right? Sure, like, sure. Like Scott Pilgrim, you know? Um, that doesn't really carry over into Across the Spider-Verse yeah. as much. Across the Spider-Verse has a lot more air in it mm-hmm. um, because it's telling a more epic story and a more um, a subtle uh, yeah. story, you know? Like, this one is is a little more simple, so it can be, it can be quick. Like, play um, dumb. Who's Miles? Not that dumb. Yeah. right (laughs) yeah stuff like that um yeah like you know i i love across the spider-verse it's doing a different thing um but there's something so charming about just like the purity of what this movie is trying to be um which is a really fucking good spider-man movie the best spider-man movie um introducing the world to this kid this goofy artist kid miles and uh, his Spider-Man friends, his Spider-Man buddies, um, yeah. and and you know, tell the world about like what makes Spider-Man so great it doesn't have anything to do with who's under the mask. Um, yeah. And it's fucking awesome! What a fucking movie! What a goddamn movie! Into what a the picture Spider-Verse is. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Anyway, what an amazing. Mm. What it... <laughs> sorry. I was gonna say I'm gonna go watch it right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what yeah. an amazing franchise. Yeah. Uh, we will return to it whenever Beyond the Spider Verse comes out. Uh, as the kids say, "Let them cook." Yeah, and I will. I will say this. I'm gonna make a promise to everyone. Um, you know, when you look at like what we covered, X Men, we did a mm-hmm. lot of the spinoffs. We did Deadpool. We did. Uh, we did New Mutants, right? Mm-hmm. And I and the difference there is that Spider-Man is is usually depicted as a singular character, sure. not like a team. And X-Men is like a team, a family uh, of of comics, right? Um, and and characters. And so we were like, well, let's just do the whole the whole kit and caboodle. Um, we didn't do that with this, you know. Obviously, we didn't cover. We're, we're covering Morbius over on Patreon today, um, yep. and and we didn't touch on the Venom movies or anything like that. But I'm gonna. So I'm gonna make this promise: Venom three scheduled to come out next year. 
Venom will be next season, I think, on Franchiseography. Okay. We're going to do it. We're going to do, do it. it. We um, love those movies. Yeah, we love those movies. And as soon as it hits three um, and gets us to the, to, the, to the limit, we'll cover it. Because then, you know, for future Venoms, we want to be able to cover those. Um, oh, God. Future Venoms. Future Venoms. <laughs> future. What if that's what Venom 3 is called? Future Venoms. Future Venoms. <laughs> future Venoms. <laughs> Is it a promise or a threat? A um, <laughs> little both. Um, um, will uh, Will Madam Web fall under our criteria, or is that considered? I guess we'll we'll see. We'll play it as we'll see. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so, uh, yeah, because we might see that and be like, I think this qualifies as a Spider Man movie. Like, who knows? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll have to see. Uh, like if Spider Verse qualifies, this certainly does. You know, who right? Knows? And who knows? Now the Spider Verse um, is a big old hit. They might go back and include some of that web bullshit from the, the you know the scene. <laughs> you know, make a canon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Um. So all that being said, Spider Man is now behind us for now. There's plenty mm-hmm. of Spider Man to come in the future, but for now, it is behind us. Um. We leave the Spider Verse, and next week we enter a dark universe. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's right. It's the listener pick, baby. Um, we are uh, covering The Mummy starting next week with 1999's The Mummy. Um, we will be covering uh, not just The Mummy and The Mummy Returns, uh, but also The Scorpion King, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, and of course, 2017's yeah. Tom Cruise starring vehicle, The Mummy, um, the start of the dark universe, uh, which was so dark, n- no one ever turned the lights on. Yeah. It was also universe. the end of the dark universe. Yes. It stayed it stayed dark. Um, uh, you, never, never lit up. You voted for it. <laughs> you asked yep. for it. We did all the Spider-Man movies just to put it off. <laughs> you asked for it. <laughs> now we can put it off no um, longer but no that'll be yeah. that'll be fun we got some we, we're gonna we're planning on returning to guests we're gonna have some more mm-hmm. guests on than we've had in the past few months yeah yeah we're gonna have some we're gonna have uh quite a few guests um that we've got uh, uh lined up it's gonna be fun uh and then after that will be our final mini series which will not be announced today you'll have to wait until after the mummy um, but that will be our final miniseries. The, the miniseries after The Mummy will be our final miniseries of season two before we take a, a hiatus. Um, but it will run us to the end of the year. So we're it not works. going anywhere. Uh, go, we're not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, it's all Gucci, baby. So, yeah. Uh, the Mummy. The Mummy. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. And I'm doing the research. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Yep. Uh, It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. (laughs) I'm I'm so excited. (laughs) There's going to be so much research on the Dark Universe. Um, Oh, yeah, that's right. Golly. Yeah. That's going to be the biggest. That's that one's. I have a feeling that will be one of our longest episodes. Just a. Just going to guess. Okay. That the the 2017 mummy is going to be one of our longest episodes. Um because of be, just because of everything <laughs> i mean like yeah like we it. it's it's ever we would never 
there's nothing else coming. Dark Universe is done. So like we have right. to we have to cover all of it. Yeah, we have to do the whole the whole thing. <laughs> if we were sane people, uh we would have we would have had that be our franchise potential, but we're not. Um and also we want to cut when when else would we cover Van Helsing? So Yeah, yeah, that'll um, be fun. And that's uh, gonna be our franchise potential. And the Book of the Dead is in the is in the mummy. It's in the twenty seventeen mummy. So like Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah it, it it it's in there. It it's 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 a thing. The fuck does that mean? It's, you tell me. Or I'll, I'll it's tell all you, part of I it. guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's all it's all part of it. Um oh, anyway. Boy. But, uh, thank All you right. so much for listening yeah. to this between us so listeners. What are your spider thoughts? Be sure to tell us on the Discord. Yeah, do it. Um, I'm sure you have been all season. Uh, as of this recording, uh, none of you know that this miniseries was even coming yet. Um, yeah. So I'm, did it. I'm very funny. excited for the day the Between Us So drops and everyone finds out. Um, I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. So anyway. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week with Stephen Sommers, The Mummy. Here we go again. (laughs) Bye, everybody.